Welcome to the Pac-Man Podcast, Patriotic American Citizen. I'm Ted Flint on the BMG Network. Well, let's begin with the president's birthday. 81 years old today is Joe Biden. We record this on Monday, November 20th. And, you know, a lot of people making issue with his age, and rightfully so. He has obviously slacked off a bit physically and certainly mentally, and the uh, and the right is making hay with it. I guess there's a, a viral... Uh, loop of the president in his gaffes over the last year, year and a half. I mean, it's easy to make fun of him, but it's kind of sad in a way. This guy's leading the free world. He's leading the most powerful nation on the planet, at least for another year. And I think what's more concerning is his policies. You know, the media wants to focus on his age and they're right to do that. But his policies are what's killing the nation. His tax and spend policies, his regulation policies are just abysmal. And he's evil to the core. That's the issue. That's what the media should focus on. His corruptness, the money flowing from China, from Ukraine, all of it, the bribes, the uh, selling of influence. I mean, it's, but they won't. So they focus on his age and his mental acuity. And, you know, that's, that's good. They should. I heard an interesting panel discussion today on the way home from work on WABC Radio on the uh, Cats and Cosby show. They had Michael Goodwin, great New York Post columnist, and uh, a few other people, former um, Congressman Peter King. And they were talking about Biden and his policies. And, you know, nobody's focusing on the corruption. And and really, that's what we should focus on. The man is he's evil. His policies are evil. Every single one of them. I can't think of anything that he's done with which I agree. That should be the focus. And I think Trump is doing a good job on focusing on the president's policies, not just his, you know, his uh, (laughs) lack of mental ability at this stage. But it's just unbelievable we have this guy running the show, or or allegedly running the show. We don't know who's running the show. I don't think he is. Even David uh, Axelrod, Obama's uh, right-hand man for so many years, Axelrod said Biden shouldn't run. 55% of Democrats say he shouldn't run, but he's running out of selfish reasons. And a lot of talk show hosts, prominent talk show hosts think it's not going to be Biden. It's going to be Gavin Newsom and Michelle Obama and, you know, all kinds of speculation. But right now it's Biden and he's trailing Trump in uh, some polls have him trailing in all six of the swing states that he won in 2020, that Biden won, allegedly. And uh, so Trump is only down in New York state to Biden by 10 points. That's a narrow margin for New York State. We live in a, a relatively, it's a socialist state run by Albany and, and New York City. And uh, anyway, we'll get to that. New York State is is flailing. We are 50th in freedom. We'll tell you more about that in a couple of minutes. I want to mention the First Lady, former First Lady, Rosalind Carter, passed away over the weekend at 96 years of age. What a beautiful lady. What a beautiful woman she was. Uh, wife of Jimmy Carter. Now, he, she went into a hospice, I think, just a few days ago, and she passed away, and she went quietly uh, in her bed with her family around her, 96 years old. Uh, Jimmy said that he, uh, she was his equal in all of his accomplishments and provided him with wise guidance and encouragement throughout their long life together. But he's been in hospice, Jimmy Carter, for months, five or six months, and he's he's 99. And his mother, I think, I can't think of her first name right off, but she was 102 or 103. But I guess uh, Rosalind Carter, or Rosalind, I guess, uh, had announced, her family announced in May that she had been diagnosed with dementia. And uh, tributes coming in from all across the nation. She was a 
advocate, especially for mental health and women's issues, strong supporter of uh, caregivers, and uh, worked with the children, the elderly, and people with disabilities. She was the eldest of four children. Her father died of leukemia when she was just 13. Very soft-spoken, demure, lovely Southern lady. I, I love Rosalind Carter and Jimmy Carter as well. It's hard not to like them. I didn't like Jimmy Carter's policies, but they have a lot of class, and they're good, good Christian people. And we need more of them in government. All right, let's uh, have a story here. This It seems like kind of the wrong time to talk about this. The federal government, how they love to report hate crimes on blacks, but they're silent when whites are massacred. So we'll we'll tease that. We'll have that for another time because there's a there was a story about a week ago. A young white teenager was stomped to death by 15 blacks, and nobody made mention of it. It's like, you know, there's a media blackout of this. But when blacks are attacked by whites or killed, then you know we hear about the George Floyd's and the Trayvon Martins and the Michael Browns and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But we don't hear about when blacks attack whites. For whatever reason, you 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 make up your own mind. I think I have my own theories. We'll talk about it in a future show. By the way, if you like the show, please hit like, hit subscribe, and hit share. Share with your friends on social media, and tell your friends about the Pac Man with me, Ted Flint. We do this weekly on the BMG Network. You know Levar Burton. He for generations he was on PBS on this uh, program called The Reading Rainbow on PBS. And he recently revived the show to bring the love of reading to the next generation. That's a good thing. I mean, he's been promoting the, the, the love of reading and how important reading is, especially for young people. Recently, he received an award from the National Book Club, and he was asked to give an acceptance speech, which he did. His remarks opened the 74th National Book Awards, and he asked about a particular group of mothers. When he discovered none of them were in attendance, they wouldn't be. He was in, a, I guess he was in New York City very blue city in a very blue state. When he found out none of them were present, he made a comment that some are saying promoted violence. This is according to Breitbart. He said, before we get going, are there any moms for liberty in the house? While the New York audience tee heed, you know, because they're all a bunch of liberals, moms for liberty? No? Good. Then hands will not need to be thrown tonight. Hands will not need to be thrown. So I'm, I'm reading this. I'm thinking it's got, you know, a misprint. They left out some words. But he said hands will not need to be thrown. Throwing hands refers to physical violence, such as hitting and punching. I didn't know that until I looked it up. So for Burton, here's a guy recognized by millions of American children to be referring to an organization run by mothers, Moms for Liberty, in such a way is just unbelievable. It's unconscionable. This guy, a typical liberal left, not just liberal, just a radical left-wing activist. That's who he is. That's who all these people, most of them, in Hollywood and in the media, in the arts, they dominate just about every aspect of our culture, the liberals. Every aspect, the arts, TV, movies, you name it, education. Moms for Liberty opposes race-based curriculum, as well as the LGBT-related content, the LGBTQ agenda they oppose strongly, Moms for Liberty, that means they, they believe in personal liberty, which liberals oppose. They want left-wing content removed from schools. Democrats think government knows best about everything. They know better how to raise our kids. They know best how to educate our children. Moms for Liberty and conservatives in general believe that parents know better how to raise their children. 
what to teach their children, how to teach their children. That's why the homeschool movement is growing by leaps and bounds. Moms for Liberty has stated their mission is to, quote, save America by unifying, educating, and empowering parents to defend their parental rights. That's their mission statement, Moms for Liberty. You can see why a leftist like LeVar Burton would oppose that. On to New York State. We are ranked the least free state in the nation. High taxes, high debt, too many regulations. There's a study put out by the Cato Institute, which is a conservative, uh, libertarian conservative think tank. Once again, we've got the distinction of coming in dead last when it comes to freedom. No surprise, I've lived in New York all my life. 50th for policies affecting economic, social, and personal freedoms in 2022. By comparison, Florida ranked second, New Hampshire, as the most free state in the union. Live free or die. That's New Hampshire's motto. So it's New Hampshire and then Florida, one, two. New York is a fiscal basket case. 50th for economic freedom, scored it at or near the bottom for debt and state and local taxation, government consumption, land use, and labor policy. We have a bunch of socialist Democrats running the show in Albany. Jason Sorens is the uh, Cato Report author. William Ruger and and, uh, Jason Sorens both. They said New York's terrible economic freedom score is going to continue to drag the state down and harm its ability to realize its full economic potential. They don't care about that, the people running the show, these young Democrats. Combined state and local taxes are crushing. Debt is down from years past, but it's still the highest in the country at 26.1% of income. Wealthy residents in New York City pay among the highest combined state and local income taxes in the country, 15% at the top level. Property taxes in the suburbs, also sky high. We're the least free state in New York. People are leaving the state in droves. 545,000 people left New York State last year. Most of them went to Florida. A lot of them went to Arizona. A lot of them went to red states in the South. For for more economic opportunity, lower taxes, fewer regulations. It's not brain surgery. New York City and Albany run and drive the policies for the rest of New York State. That's the issue. These left-wing ideologies and ideologues, for that matter, and these powerful concentrated interests combine to run the state for their benefit, not for ours, not for middle-class New Yorkers working two jobs to make ends meet. These people aren't working two jobs. These lawmakers $142,000 a year for what? They're here in Albany for six months. Florida ranks high on the list because it doesn't have a state income tax, nor does Nevada, nor does, I don't think New Hampshire does, Tennessee doesn't. Many red states don't have state income taxes. New York has ranked last in every single Cato study since 2000. And I'll just finish up here. Ninth for its criminal justice policies. (laughs) Criminal justice? Defund the police? Turn the criminals back on the streets? 49th for tobacco freedom, for its public smoking bans and high cigarette taxes. 685 for a pack of cigarettes. Illinois ranks number one at $7.16. I don't smoke cigarettes. You can't get a cigar anywhere here. But these pot places are pro- proliferating. Every place you go smells like marijuana. It's saturated with it. Pot is free and you can't get a cigar or smoke a cigarette anywhere. Talk about it. It's communist. It's, I'm so frustrated by New York State. Even New Jersey fared better. 47th. California, 48th. Hawaii, 49th. Of course, New York. In heady company. Dead last as usual. 
Let's see. I talked about education here briefly. Uh, last Monday, the New York Times reported an advisory group for New York's education department under pressure to fix slumping graduation rates at its public schools would propose not improving the education of the students, but making the regents' examinations, which the state has required since 1876 for a high school diploma, optional. So there's other things here. It's too much to get into and in in about out of time. But it's unbelievable. We spend $40,000 a year on average per pupil in New York State. Upper 30s, maybe. Maybe 40000 or more in New York City. And our test scores are slumping. Math, reading, science, you name it. Down in just about every category. But we're pumping money right into education. Most of it going to New York City. Are we getting a return on our investment? No. Again, that's why the homeschool movement is growing by leaps and bounds. All right, I want to just finish up here. I mentioned, I think I mentioned Argentina. And, the, you know, the headline on Drudge is Argentina shocks the world. They got this guy in there. He looks like he's a little bit off his rocker. They want to say he's like Trump. He's a populist. He's a conservative. And, you know, the people in Argentina have had enough of the communism in that country. The socialist policies have driven out the, the former uh, president. We'll see if he leaves. And they ushered in a new more conservative president, and hopefully we do the same here in the states in November. Let, let's let's hope and pray that happens. Anyway, that's about going to do it to it. Again, if you like the program, hit like, hit subscribe, and hit share. And uh, and don't forget, check out all the fine programming we have for you on the BMG Network. We have this show. We have my daughter's fine program, The Essentials, with Maddie Flint, Adrian Ross, with her show up there on Tuesdays, I believe. This show on Wednesday, and a lot more for you too. And check out the. Uh, the, the columns we do for you under the PAC perspective. That's going to wrap things up. Uh, I want to wish everybody a, a blessed Thanksgiving. Enjoy the the, uh, the food and the family and uh, just kick, kick back for a few days. Enjoy the football games. I think the Packers are playing on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to take a, a needed rest and hopefully you do the same. Be blessed and we uh, will do this again if the Lord wills it in one week. All right. All right. Take care. The Pac-Man Podcast was produced and edited in the BMG studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of the Pac-Man Podcast, go to the bmgnetwork.com or go to the BMG Network on Facebook. And be sure to tune in to the next episode of the Pac-Man Podcast with Ted Flint.